Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, so what are you going to do for Valentine's Day? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. What are you going to do for Valentine's Day, guys? That's... Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Not doing that. Uh, why are we asking, Bradley? Well, because it's Valentine's. Hello. What? Knock, knock. I know. Um, anyway, it's Valentine's, and I don't know if you know this, um, it's Valentine's Day in the midst of a global pandemic, so Ooh. things are a little different, yeah. and I imagine that people have had to alter their typical Valentine's plans, and yes, I said Valentine's, you can write me an email about it, I'll happily not respond. So, <laughs> um... To that end, I thought, I'm curious to know what people are doing. Um, I think, I think in our home, we're going to be doing takeout because that's the way we celebrate true love Mm -hmm. in our relationship at this juncture. So, you know, but if, uh, you know, are you going to do takeout? Are you going to go to a restaurant? Are you going to maybe just stare at a wall? It's totally... Anything is possible. Anything is possible, but I'm curious. not everything is possible. No, that's true. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Do we have any callers yet, Holly? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> Rude! Nobody's doing anything? Gosh. Um, do you want to know what I'm doing? I'll tell you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, totes. So, don't sound so excited. No. We are, my husband, because he loves to cook, is going to make a big old Valentine's meal. Of course meal, he is, yeah. Right? And But we are going to kick the kids out of uh, the kitchen, and we're going to have a little kitchen date. So usually what I'll have, so I'll sit at the counter while he makes food okay. and I'll talk his ear off yep. while he does that. Yep. And then we'll move over to the table and then we'll eat the food. Okay. But Ooh. that's it. That's all we're going to do. I don't even know. I should probably check with him and see if we're doing like gifts or whatever. Who does gifts? You do gifts for Valentine's? I don't think so. I oh, don't okay. remember. Um, I should probably do something for my children though. Yeah, I feel like parents got to do that, like chocolate, throw some chocolate at your kids. Yeah. Just like pelt M&M's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sit down and try to catch this with your mouth. I, I will tell you that, like, I got angry when my mother stopped giving me candy for holidays. Why am I not surprised? Right? And I was fully in my 20s. Yeah, adult. Yeah. Adult human. I still wish that I would get care packages from my mother. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I, I'm not going to blame you for that kind of behavior because... Well, she encouraged it. I mean, she really she cre- started it. Yeah. I mean, she was the one that got me expecting it. Yeah. Right. What do you expect? 
I mean, come on. 651-641-1071. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? What's your uh, big Valentine's Day plan uh, during this weird pandemic? Uh, how are you going to celebrate? Um, Holly's on the phone working through the calls. Are you just Where are you going to get takeout from? Are you going to do I, you something know, we, special? We Actually, we don't, not necessarily. Like, you know, f- fancy per se is not a thing that's important to me right now. Just good food in a place that's on our list. We have a running list of places that we're, I'm sure, like many people, that we want to try. We've told you three places. Yeah. So maybe you'll maybe, try one of those. Maybe. Off. All right. Know. There are lovers okay, out there. Okay. What are the lovers doing? Who do we have first? Uh, let's start with Cassie. Hello, Cassie. Hi, Cassie. Cassie, what are you doing for, uh, I almost said Halloween, for Valentine's Day? Well, Although we love Halloween, for Valentine's Day, our son, who is five, he's just gotten really into it, and he said he wants nothing more than to have a fish. So we're going to get a fish. Aww. What are you going to need? Is there a name yet for the fish? Uh, it's actually kind of funny. He says he wants to name it Gub Gub, like Gub 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 Gub. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. That is adorable. What kind of fish are you going to get? I, I think we're going to surprise him with a beta fish, even though he only oh, wants a goldfish. Oh, okay. I love this. This is so cute. Well, best of luck to you and Gub Gub. <laughs> Thanks. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Thank you. Who else do we have on the line? We have Jody. Let's go to Jody. Hello, Jody. Jody, what are you going to do for Valentine's Day? I am surprising my family with an escape room. Oh, that's fun. That's a good idea. Have you done one before with the family? Not with my family, with like friends and stuff. But, you know, we spend so much time together. We might as well spend more time together. Yeah, yeah, and maybe nobody else, because like that's the cool thing about it, right? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It might also just be like a nice way to get you communicating differently. You know what I mean? Or just yelling and screaming at each other. Either one, you know? We're competitive. We want to win. Okay, perfect. Sounds good. Well, have fun, and I hope you win. Thanks. Yeah, Happy Valentine's Day. You too. you too. We did get an email. Uh, we got an email from Taylor. My husband and I never celebrate Valentine's Day. We go all out for birthdays. We're going to give our dog all of her favorite treats and drop off some goodies for our nieces. That's sweet. I love that. Yeah. yeah I mean, Valentine's Day is like, I, I feel like Valentine's Day is one of those days that's full of unnecessary pressure. Like, you should be communicating your love for your loved ones all year long. I just, to me, it's an excuse to go out and have dinner, but we're yeah, kind of I mean, not doing that, so. Yeah, but it's an excuse to get, like, a nice It's an excuse for me out. to not cook. Yeah, sure. That's what I'm grateful for. Yeah. Are you going to do a heart-shaped anything? No, just food. Who cares what shape it's in? Heart-shaped anything? I'm just saying, like, some people do, like, heart-shaped pizzas. Heart-shaped. Not doing that. No, nope. just whatever I mean, maybe we'll get, like, a heart-shaped cookie. I would do that. That'll do. Yeah. I might, I might, yeah, I might find like a place that does heart shaped pizzas there you go. and feed that to my children on Valentine's Day. I think that Pizza might Hut be. has those. Yeah. Um, also, my friends at Carboni's Minneapolis oh, uh, are taking orders for heart shaped pizzas. So just FYI, that's another place where you can get your heart shaped pizza and support my friends. Thank you. Uh, Holly, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? No. <laughs> Oh, come on. I didn't even think about it until now. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. You got to do something. I know, and I don't know what that is. Here's a spoiler alert. Uh Oh. And I'll share this on the air. Oh. I'm getting married this year. Oh, my God. And I'm cashed out of romance Right? right now. So that will wait, TBD. 
So I'm like, um, you know. Well, congratulations. I mean, we've said this off the air, but I was just because you say just sprung it on the audience. Like well, know. sprung it on the audience. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's not a big deal. It's, but I mean, it's a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. Anyways. It's a big deal. Maybe I'll find some holiday candy and give it so to you're saying my... you don't have enough love to celebrate right now because you've got to save it all up? <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, yes. <laughs> Yes, or I'll do that is the thing exactly what she's saying that my partner did to me years ago, where he gifted me a Christmas candy bar on Valentine's Day. I mean, you know, hey, that's love. What man. that says is that that is a person who cares about uh, spending money wisely. Well, I also want to meet the person who has expectations from their partner on Valentine's right. Day. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a gender component I don't understand because I am not in a heterosexual relationship and there's some cultural expectation, but I just never have expectations that, you know, Jamie is going to do anything for me on Valentine's. I I actually think it's an important way to go through life, have no expectations, oh, and yeah. then everything is a pleasant surprise. What do I always tell you? Don't have friends. <laughs> no, I don't think I've told you. To Everyone not have is going to disappoint you. That's true. Everyone at yeah. some point will disappoint That's what you. It is. Thank so the you. sooner you accept that in life the happier you're going to be as a result. I just think that's one of the most positive messages that you are able to give. Yeah, it's my message to you and to all of you. Happy Valentine's Day. Expect less. From Bradley. Get more. Don't expect anything. When you expect nothing, everything is a gift. That's actually true. Thank you, Bradley, for that gift I'm gonna write to a book all of about us. It. I can't wait. It's going to be short, and you can probably keep it on the toilet tank mm-hmm. for some quick reading. When we so return. you don't have to read the shampoo bottle? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why would you need a warning label to not drink that? Anyway, okay, go on. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it will be time to eat something. Because on Fridays, yes. what do we do? Put food in our mouth! And we're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Well, I've been sitting here smelling this for like the last 20 minutes, so I'm glad that I get to share it with you on the Colleen and Bradley oh, show. Thanks for sharing You're your welcome. smell. My Talk 1071. Not denying that. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. And it's Friday, which means we cheat. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day. Taste test. But thanks mouth. for supplying it, Colin. You're welcome. She You're welcome. I won't deny it. it. Doesn't deny it. I what shan't. is you what? What? What did you say? I said I shan't. Oh, oh, thanks Thank for clarifying. You. What did, what did you get for us today? Um, so we uh together as a family decided that we needed to try Detroit style pizza from Did the you go hut. all the way to Detroit? No, I got it at the hut, the pizza hut. Uh and I said I believe when you said, let's try the Detroit style pizza, I said, what's a Detroit style pizza? It's basically just deep dish. I and think, you right? said, well, we'll find out. And so it is basically deep dish. It looks kind of like Chicago or like um, it looks like that deep dish we got at uh, Little Caesars. That's what I was going to say. Um, that's exactly what it looks like. It comes in a rectangle. One, two, three, four, eight slices. We opted for the double meat, so we got the uh, double meat. We got, double meat. We got the pepperoni and the sausage. Sausage, and then we got a dessert too. Yeah, skinny buns, mini rolls, uh, cinnabon mini rolls. Oh, cinnabon! Sorry, not skinny Would you, buns. Are you um? Are you 
practicing some weightlifting over there with it's the plate heavy. over there, y'all. You guys, it's like a pound. You gave me two pieces of pizza and four little mini buns, which are like the size of um, one like large mini bun. <laughs> somebody's ear that you just want to chew on oh thanks army hammer <sighs> no um but it's like super heavy it's way heavy it's very crusty <laughs> like it's like very us. crust heavy crust forward if you will is it stuffed i don't know no, i don't think it's stuffed. i don't I know oh so. yes let's see no no it's just bready it's okay well who's <sighs> gonna eat who's gonna go in i'll put it in my mouth fine put that in your it mouth smells like pizza it does it smells good and it's got that like i love oh what do me a favor. What? Don't take a bite of the end that was touching your skinny bonds. Oh. Mm. Oh, I should have. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was not no, able to transport uh, more than one um, plate at a time. Yeah? How's it going over there? Yeah? I mean, it's very bready. That's yeah. the thing. It's like super crusty. Like... You gotta love crust, I bet. Well, I'm gonna bite while you talk. Yeah, no, you should. You should try a bite. Look, I would eat that if you put that down in front of me. I would probably eat half a one of them's because mm-hmm. I am, I am a pizza whore. Yeah, um, pizza. I love pizza, right? So, but I don't know that that would be the first thing I went for. But I would not throw it out of bed. It's a little bready. For my liking, and I do love a deep dish. Like my favorite is uh, Devani's deep dish, or who else's deep dish do I really enjoy? Like I love a good Chicago style pizza. Like uh, what's the place? Uh, Giordano's. Giordano's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that kind of pizza. Sure, this is not quite like that. It's a li- the, it's a little bready in a way that I'm not a huge fan of. I like the mm-hmm. crusty edge. Mm-hmm. I'm having mixed feelings. How do you feel about it? Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm trying to figure out what makes it Detroit style. I think that it's just square and in a pan. Mm. So that it's like crispy. Okay, bready. here's how they describe it on Wikipedia. I have another bite while you're... Okay. Detroit style pizza is a rectangular, so it has to do with the shape, with a thick crust that is crispy and chewy. It is traditionally topped with Wisconsin brick cheese, then tomato sauce layered on top of the other toppings. I mean, that's like okay. Pizza. So it's, to me, it just seems like what makes it Detroit is the the shape and then the order of the junk that they put on top of it. Yeah, it's kind of like when I hear people try to make Minnesota pizza a thing. What is that? What would that be? It's not a thing. It's just square. I think it's usually that thin square cut pizza. Like a Heggie's? Yeah. I mean, everybody has that. Mm-hmm. It's just pizza. I love Heggie's. Don't get me wrong. This honestly does. I do like the crispy. You know what my favorite thing is? The crispy. Uh, I almost said peanut butter. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Pepperoni. <laughs> what did you think I was going <laughs> to say? Sure. I like the crispy pepperonis. Mm. Yeah, they're like teeny tiny pepperonis. Yeah, but there's also big pepperonis. Say that again. There's big pepperonis. <laughs> Big pepperonis and tiny pepperonis. That's weird, right? It's like double pep. Yeah, I'm here for it, though. Wait, Mm -hmm. where's the other meats? We'll have pepperoni of all sizes. Is it just double pep? Maybe it is. I thought there was snossage on it. Yeah, I I thought. No. I thought this was like the Mitsa Mitsa. Look, again, to be clear, I would eat it. So for the listener, I'm going to give this a solid. Oof, this is hard. I would say I'd say a three because to me, a three is. Better than average, mm-hmm. but not much better okay. than average. So to me, a three is average. So I'm going to give it a 3.5 because it's still pizza, right? Like at the end of the day, it's still pizza. Yeah. So it gets that extra 0.5 just, because it's pizza. Holly, how about you? I'm going to give it a 2.5 okay. because God, we're all over the same issue I have with this pizza is the same issue that Bradley has. It's too pillowy. Like, I want some dough. I want some crust. You want it to be, like, yes, yeah, real doughy. Yeah, I want it to be real doughy. And, you know, I will still, I would still eat this. Mm -hmm. It is pizza. And pizza is a wonderful thing. I just feel like it's a few miles away from Chicago style and not in the good direction. Okay. And the bread, it's almost like a. By all means, keep eating it to tell us. <laughs> it's almost like a French bread pizza. Yeah, a little bit. Like oh, a, a little, little Stouffer's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's get into these Cinnabons. Go oh, for yeah. it. Okay, so they're just, they're very teeny tiny. They're like a bite, each of them. And I only, I gave you guys the bulk of the bonds, so I only have one little tiny. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm, it smells like the mall. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say, I haven't had a Cinnabon forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it tastes like a Cinnabon. Mm. It's kind of like a noodle. What? It's a little chewy in a noodly kind of way. Mm. It doesn't feel like super like cooked dentine all the way noodles. I don't know. Good enough for me. You want the rest of these? No. Okay. I'll give it a three. What about that, you? That is a definite two. Holly, also a two. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh. D-Bags, right? D-Bags. Yeah, why not? After this. Let's do it. Tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. We have a name for those celebrities. That name is? Bag of D. D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. It's Rebel Wilson. Sorry. Rebel oh, Wilson. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel like at this point she gets one of these. I don't, you know, on the one hand, I don't think it's honestly her fault. It is the system's fault. Um, Because I know, but it's like this whole thing is working for her. And I just want you to hear 
her talking. Okay. So she apparently is um, opening up about her breakup from Jacob P. Oh, Bush. good. What do we learn? Well, she says, and she says this, by the way, in uh, an interview with Extra. She Extra. says, any kind of breakup is hard and not ideal. I feel like, I don't know if it's turning 40 or coming into your own. I, I feel in a really good place. I'm so busy with work doing my new show pooch perfect now and i have three movies to shoot after this okay do you okay do you know what that reminds me of um, did you have you ever know i'm gonna just tell you okay thanks. you don't have to guess oh okay <laughs> rhetorical yeah have you ever been in company with a per, one of those people who always wants to tell you their to-do list Yes. And what that is, is somebody who wants you to know that they are very important and busy Mm. in life, right? They're doing stuff. And so she's basically what what she's she's saying it without saying it. She's like, my publationship worked for me because I'm busy right now. I've got my show and then I've got three, count them, three movies to shoot when I'm done here right now. But isn't she really just saying like, I mean, on the surface, she's saying to you and then we can discuss what that means. She's saying like, I'm just too busy for love right now. Yes. I'm just so successful and love is just, a man is not my biggest priority. A hot shirtless man with Mm -hmm. a connection to a very wealthy family this is not my priority ladies and gentlemen because i'm selling cbd chocolate bars and health gummies what she's saying is i'm so busy i'm so busy that now that i've lost 60 pounds i have stamina to keep up with my own busy schedule i'm just i'm so i'm just doing life this is this i love is just me so crap. much I'm, I'm actually just get, this is me time it's time for me to focus on me can Sorry. I just, can I just can I focus on something other than yes! you right now and just say that this is a crap carnival bed of lies yeah. and what I mean by that is very simply um nobody's life works like that. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you know, and I think it took me to get to the age of about 30 something. When I realized that all this stuff that you grow up telling yourself and then you because you heard other people say this and you tried to manifest it. And then at some point you just realize this is all lies that I've been telling myself because that's what other people were lying to themselves about. Like life doesn't work such that you don't meet people that you want to be in a relationship with until you're ready and healthy enough to be in a relationship or that your career um, to be successful in your career means that you don't have time to like bump nasties with somebody that you want to spend time with. What I'm saying is nothing works that Mm-mm. that fairy Cleanly. tale. Yeah. And so this all this claptrap that you've just been reading out of Us Weekly or wherever. Where was it? Uh, it was in page six. Oh, page six. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse uh-huh. me. Extra, extra. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Um, they're just re- doing the report of the report. Correct. This is like, like, we don't buy that anymore, do we? No, no. And again, it goes, it's this like, it's the notion that you can't, you can't do all things. You are either focused on yourself or focused on relationship and you cannot possibly do both at the same time. It's such a dumb old trope and it's only by the way, I'm going to say this, sorry, it only comes out of the mouths of women. 
It never. You will oh, yeah. never read I, an interview with a man that says, "I just am focusing on me right now, and I didn't have time. I don't have time for a relationship." How does he do it all? It's me. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. like, I gotta, I gotta focus on myself right now. Well, and it, it, it's along the lines of people saying like, "You can't love somebody else until you love yourself." That's right. a lie mm-hmm. because I have spent many years loving other people. And not loving myself, mm-hmm. and that got me into a lot of trouble. Right. So, like you, like that, just those, those, like Instagram, inspirational, um, lies that we tell ourselves are still selling tabloids. And, yes. And it's so the reason I think we fixate on Rebel Wilson a lot, you guys. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Rebel Wilson specifically, and that's Colleen Stebag for today because of this story about how Rebel Wilson is just too busy to be bogged down by it's also anyway it's a lie but what i find interesting about her is that she's using all these tired old narratives in the last year and a half Mm -hmm. like like and it's not to say that part of her actual life doesn't have some of these truths in it meaning like she did um significantly lose weight and try to focus on being healthy or what that meant to her but like that that is a narrative to sell tabloids Right. It's such an old, dusty narrative, mm-hmm. right? Like, and it still sells. Yeah. That's what I find so fascinating. And specifically with her, that she embraces all of this old, dusty stuff and, like, doesn't see it. Like, I just expect more out of, like, like a, I don't know, I'm a man, but, like, a young, successful woman. Mm-hmm. If I were a young, successful woman, the last thing you would see is me with the headline, like, I look great losing 60 pounds and if you're trying to be a successful actress like i just don't think you need all that other stuff anymore the way that they used to right right but but it's like these are the holdovers that worked i don't know it takes like, a long time to her that that's like what you should do like okay. some dusty old pr company yeah probably like oh you know what you really need to well, do well i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say something okay it's man. probably a man <laughs> i'm dead serious yeah it probably is a man who is in charge of the people who are helping her. Or a company mm-hmm. with there's a lot of women, you know, like look at Bali, Bali, Bali. How are you doing there? You <laughs> okay? Did you got, I think that did you pizza, get stuck? Pizza gave me some kind of... <laughs> dumb. I got pizza dumbs. I think of like pizza. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think of Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller. Yeah. Successful woman, but successful from an industry created by men. Yeah. And that I think creates some very has created some very uh, toxic tropes for women. Mm-hmm. Which let's be clear when we say women, yeah, sure the the effect is women, but that that affects all of us. Yeah, like society at large. It's this is not just a conversation for the ladies to have because it will have effects. Because I don't know if you know this, women are half of everything. Yeah, thank you. So thank you. That means it affects all of us. Thank you. I'm glad I could mansplain that for well, you. I was just going to say thank you for <laughs> being the male voice who can explain that for all. No, but you're right. Next. Speaking of dusty old tropes, Mark Consuelos posts oh. flirty love note to Kelly Ripa. Oh, gosh. Public love. Oh. Yeah, these are frequent flyers. They mm-hmm. really love to get all horny. I just want to respond to them with that that meme of the dog bonking 
uh, or somebody bonking the dog on the head and saying, go to horny jail. You know that meme? It's no, go to but horny jail. I, when you were talking about a dog bonking, I was worried <laughs> that we were talking about a different meme. Anyway, mm-hmm. Kelly Ripa, Mark Consuelos, you're in horny jail. Nobody wants to see your PDA any longer. So over it. PDA so wait, stands what did for he public displays of affection. Thank you. Um, so she, and then she in turn poked fun at him. So he on his Instagram story posted a photo, a beautiful photo of her. And he says, good morning, sexy. On Instagram. His Insta story. Okay, can I just say, it's not just like a picture of her. It's like he's watching live on television and takes a snapshot like of his wife. he's sitting in bed and he's like, ooh, right. look at like, that oh, look sexy at my wife. She's so She's sexy. So sexy. And um, <laughs> then she responded on her Instagram. So she took the bait mm-hmm. of his uh, Well, he was thirst. a Okay. He was a master. Okay. Nope. See, we're not going to do that. Not going to do Not going to do So she, she took his masterful... Thank you. Baiting. Baiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, you did it. Said he wasn't going <laughs> to... And he did. We do that all the time. Of course we're going to do it. Uh, and she, <laughs> she took it and raised him a... He chose a wild eyes pick. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So she tried to do the, like, I'm the humble sexy lady. Right. And say he picked an ugly photo. And it's anything but. she. I mean, the woman is, you know, Uh, society's notion of gorgeous. Yes. So it's like that humble Right, right. She's like, like, oh, God, he picked the worst picture of me. I'm over here going, oh, my God, you guys. Get a room. I just, I put myself in those situations, and I think Jamie would be mortified. Right. Mortified (laughs) if I behaved this way on social media. And anybody, I'm not saying, like, you know, whether you are have, like, a public-facing career or not. Right, right. It's just kind of... What you think you're doing is not how it's being read. That's like what I want to say to people. Yeah. It's like what you think you're doing is like showing everybody how hot and heavy your relationship is. But what you're really doing is showing everybody how insecure you are about your relationship. Or just making uh, giving us the opportunity to be bitchy. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm fine with that I'm reality, open to that. But um, that's that's the kind of stuff I would just maybe, you know. Text my partner on the DL and say, you looking pretty good this morning. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. By the way, I also probably wouldn't do that. Well, I w- Okay. Can I just be honest with you in this moment? When you said that, I was like, do you do that? No. Okay. The no. detector test has determined yeah. that, that is, is a lie. Can you imagine me going, oh, Jamie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But I do just want to say this. If you got like a really good looking steak, you oh, would totally write about that on totally. <laughs> or if I got like a donut and no, I would send him food porn and be like, look at this. <laughs> like, I mean, let's be real. Yeah, you are absolutely right. Thank yeah. you for allowing me to clarify. You're welcome. Yeah. No, Bradley is happy to show his I get horny. <laughs> to show his Hot and heavy relationships with food. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. social media. Mm-hmm. 
but maybe not like he, real human yeah, relationships. No, we don't. We that's we're past that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, you may have noticed that we here at My Talk 1071 love local. And we are highlighting some wonderful local businesses uh, during this time as we've been uh, experiencing a pandemic. I don't know if you know this for the past almost year. It's true. So when we come back, we're going to talk to Dave Bowden from Highway Federal Cre- Highway Credit Union. And we are going to uh, ask him all about... They're one. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Wonderful local business after this on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And if you've been listening along, you know that we are uh, here at My Talk 1071 celebrating our wonderful local businesses who uh, we love with My Talk Loves Local. And today we are so excited to highlight a local business, uh, Highway Credit Union, and we're welcoming Dave Bowden to the show. Hello, Dave. Hi, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Now, I, I wanted to just ask you to give our listeners kind of a little roadmap, no pun intended, of uh, actually pun fully intended, yeah, of Highway, of highway Credit Union right. and how just how local you are and have been for over 90 years. Well, yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, again for having us. I love the focus on local businesses, especially now these days. And so this is great. Um, and we use the puns too. Our our mission here at Highway is is providing financial success on the road of life. And if you see some of our ads, we refer to uh, being with you on the road of life. So we use that. We use those those puns and references ourselves all the time. Good, we're in good company uh, then. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, and I can't spell the word highway correctly now anymore either, uh, with, <laughs> since our name is spelled differently. But, um, so highway, yeah, we've been around actually for 90 years. This year, um, is our 90th year. Our 90th birthday will be this year. We started as a small credit union with the Minnesota Highway Department back in 1931, and that's sort of the source of our name, Highway Credit Union. And we've grown significantly, obviously, over that time to now where we serve uh, probably close to 80,000 members. And we we have expanded our membership from that original group at the Department of Transportation now to where we serve members really all over the state and specifically um, you know anybody in the in the Twin Cities metro seven county uh, area can can join if you, if you live there, work there, et cetera. So we've gotten a lot bigger, uh, but we're still, uh, in terms of financial institutions, we're a small, locally-oriented institution. You know, um, as a financial cooperative or a credit union, we, we don't have an ownership group other than our members. You know, our members own us, and um, and that, that allows us to, to really be focused on serving the local community um, as, as best we can. 
So, Dave, um, you know, it's been a difficult year for uh, a lot of people, some more than others, but it's affected everybody uh, in some capacity. How has Highway uh, Credit Union been affected by the pandemic and what things how are you operating business differently? Yeah, it's a great question. Like everybody else, you know, we we all got blindsided a little bit in in March last year and had to make some immediate changes to how we were doing things the, the same way we, you know, nobody will probably forget that week in March where everything shut down. Uh, yeah. So we had a pandemic team um, in place. We were meeting three times a day, you know, emergency meetings three times a day that first week and looking at how can we continue to serve our members uh, while, while we had to make significant operational changes. You know, as a financial institution, uh, it may not be quite the same as the grocery stores or the pharmacies, but we we really are designated as as you know a critical infrastructure type business because mm-hmm. people need to continue to you know get their money, deposit their checks, uh, you know close on their loans, complete a mortgage, all that type of stuff. So we really had to pivot like everybody did to find a way to serve everybody electronically, uh, serve them you know in a safe safe socially distanced manner, those types of things. So we we changed our branch operations to, um, to to be appointment only for a lot of things. We relied more, I'd say, on our drive up, you know, drive through services and things like that. Uh, you know, of course, did all the building things that you would expect to implement social distancing. We put in place, you know, limited capacities. Um, you know, all the stuff that everybody's doing. We're we're currently also implementing things like full touchless technology across. All, all of our branches, we're putting in uh, ionization technology mm. for air, uh, you know, for the air systems for all of our buildings to kill, you know, viruses and germs uh, in the air at all times. So we're doing a lot of those types of things that you would expect. Wow. Um, in terms of just working with all of our members so we could keep providing services, you know, we still have our ATMs and those things that, that we've always had, and that helps, you know, to avoid some of the face-to-face things. But you know, we put a real emphasis early on on in- increasing our focus. It was already important, but increasing our focus on digital channels so that um, for all of our communications as well as, as all of our, you know, banking services so that you could do everything as much as you can, whether it's on your computer, on your mobile device, on your phone, um, you know, lots of projects along those lines. But one of them was, you know, uh, what we called Highway Live video banking. That's something we've been implementing so that, you know, if you if you if you don't want to make a call or you don't want to do something directly on the mobile platform, you can you can make a live call. So it's similar to you know using Zoom and all the kind of stuff everybody's getting familiar with. So we've got lots of different ways you can interact with us digitally, and you know that's not something that'll go away just because the uh, pandemic lessens. You know we expect people that are adapting that now sort of out of necessity will see how valuable it is to be able to do everything you want on your phone. And uh, that should continue as we go forward. So those are the types of things we've done. We, uh, we expedited a little bit of our branching efforts. So we're, we're in the process of, of building and opening soon a new branch in Roseville, um, also working on a, a project in Woodbury. And so some of those things um, also, you know, will help us as we kind of move through this pandemic. We're talking with Dave Bowden from Highway Credit Union. And um, Dave, as a parent, one of the things that is exceedingly difficult with kids, but 
especially during a pandemic when there's so much focus on finances anyway. Um, you guys have some really great programs for kids and savings and also saving for their education. Yeah, for sure. Um, financial literacy, financial wellness is really important to us here at Highway. It's important to everybody. And particularly given we serve uh, here in the Twin Cities, and particularly in our very local area, we, we serve a lot of underserved um, underserved students and, and consumers. Uh, we have some high school branches that we've opened over the last few years to try to, uh, in the St. Paul City Schools, Johnson, Harding, Highland, and Como, where we can teach students job skills, financial literacy. We're in classrooms. We, we have the students teach other students, things like that. Um, and that's that's been increasingly important. Now we've had to pull back on a few of those things as in-person school learning is has been impacted, but um, that's that really speaks to our focus on on helping people with financial wellness. Um, in terms of things for kids, as an example, we have uh, we really try to stress how important it is to teach kids about money, to teach teach kids to s- save money, and and va- understand the value of money early on. Uh, we have a, a youth savings account, for example, um, in conjunction with our partner, the Minnesota Wild. Um, where you can make a deposit to that account, and then you can be entered into a drawing to win wild prizes. Uh, we we participate in a uh, um, uh, some we have some things like teen checking accounts that we set up as part of the initiative with the St. Paul School, so kids could get a checking account and potentially a debit card and start to learn how to really manage the, that maybe that first paycheck they have. Put some of that away. Put it, you know, don't just turn around, go cash it, and then go out and spend it. That type of thing. You mean like my kids? Um, and we have too. a lot of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. My same here. You know, I, we, yet you, you try your best, right, to teach right. things that uh, you know, but it's it's tough for everybody. And so, yeah, that's kind of what we focus on: financial wellness for everybody, whether you're kids, you know, teenagers, uh, young adults, first-time home buyers, uh, you know, all, all the way up to, you know, people like me, a little bit older, and you know, hopefully a little bit wiser. But but surprisingly enough, you know. A lot of people, maybe it's not even surprising, a lot of people just, they, they need financial guidance. They need yeah. advice, and they need it from somebody they can trust. So that's well, what we try to do. Well, thank you so much, Dave Bowden, Highway Credit Union, for being somebody we can trust and uh, for joining us uh, as we celebrate the local businesses that make our community so wonderfully rich. Thank you so much for joining us, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Oh. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's been great. Appreciate wonderful. it. Well, have a wonderful day. That was Dave Bowden from Highway Credit Union. We're celebrating wonderful local businesses that make up the fabric of the Twin Cities, and we're so thankful to Dave for joining us from Highway Credit Union. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, what skill have you picked up from YouTube? 651-641-1071. What's the uh, fabulous skill that you've picked up from YouTube after this on My Talk 1071? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.